Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host Serene. In this podcast you will find movie reviews and TV show reviews, the latest news about the film industry, monthly watch list, award show predictions and recaps, recaps on events like Netflix's To Doom. You will receive two episodes a week, Thursdays and Sundays. You can follow me on Instagram at movie reviews with Serene and Movie Reviews with Serene podcast. Come join the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Um, today will be like we got two episodes of Mayfair Witches and another episode of Poker Face. Well, we'll be getting. And also, um, also we will be getting a new episode tonight of Wolfpack, and and I'm very excited to watch all of them. But something very cool happened. So we got two episodes of Star Wars: The Bad Batch. So I'll be talking about that, and. Also, I'll also t- be talking about the newest episode of episode four of The Last of Us. Um, also, like the episode on Sunday of My Fair Witches. And I also watched the movie this week, which was Empire of Light. I finally watched it. I'm going to talk about that. I was debating whether I should do a an episode because of the tragic um, earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. And thank God all of my family and friends in Turkey are safe and alive. But this situation is just so heartbreaking. And so I'm filled with emotions because of that. Um, and I just want to move on because I always I'll start crying because it's it's very difficult to talk about it, especially when you like when you can't do much besides donating clothes and money and praying, setting prayers. So yeah, let's go to the last of us. <clears throat> The last of us uh, started when Joe and Ellie were in Kansas City. And hold on. <laughs> Oh yeah, they. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were in Kansas City. They started there. I love this intro so much of the Last of Us. And uh, Ellie was, yeah, Ellie was like practicing holding a gun in front of it of a 
mirror. And they were in a bathroom of a gas station. They were still in Kansas and then they found the car and um, Joe like put some um, some petrol into the car and then they drove to uh, Pittsburgh. And they, they uh, spent the night in the forest. And they ate 20-year-old ravioli because of Bill and Frank's, which they took from Bill and Frank. We also really saw that Joel um is like was like really um showcasing his kind of like love and care for Ellie because he want he slept before like his body was um turned towards the woods and Ellie was behind him, so he was kind of like this like protector. And then they drove to um Cody in Wyoming. They had to go through this checkpoint and um, they then they got like ambushed and so they slowly like drove, drove through the checkpoint by the opposition. And then he talked about his brother Tommy and uh, also the I think her name is Pedra, and so her brother Brian was in this rebel thingy, and so was she a rebel union, and so was she, and so he and Joel end up killing Brian. But basically, like, um, not Joel, but Ellie. So, and then he was like, no, like go behind the wall and then Joel killed Brian. He shot him. And then Fedra was like keeping this doctor but this I knew this doctor was like bad news because he kind of like act like it so he was an informant for both sides. And
And then Freda went outside and she saw Henry and he pointed at her brother Brian. And then she killed the doctor out of revenge. Or like rage. And Joel and Ellie were hiding behind a bar called High High Bar. Uh, High Low, High Low Bar, I think something like that. And we found out that that was the place where Sarah, Sarah and Sam, I think, what's the name, were hiding. Because you saw some. Opened cans. But like, and also so when the rebels were like looking for, you know, Joel and Ellie, they came across this like infected, but which was kind of like not really alive. And instead of like shooting that, they just closed the door and kind of like swept it into uh, under the rug. And then they went to bed. And um, when uh, Joel was um, awake again. He saw that Ellie was po- held at gunpoint um, by Sarah, I think, Sarah or Sam, no, Sarah, and Sam was like, he had some orange paint on on, on his face and he was like, sh- and pointing the gun to um, Joel and then the episode ended. And I'm very excited for the f- next episode this sunday now it's recording okay i also um when i did my research i like found out that this episode was like more game accurate than the previous ones and I really like that. Like for someone who hasn't played the games, I like like watching the comparison, or scene uh, sequence or scene wise. So I really like that aspect. And also, this episode was like longer than the previous ones. Um, excuse me. And yeah, now I want to talk about some news. So let's go. So Frozen 3 is officially in the works, according to Disney, along with Toy Story 5. And Zootopia also are also in the works. Is also in the works. So, Matt Shuckman has 
officially like announced that the filming of Fantastic Four will begin in early 2024. Then Andy Samberg and Smart will be starring in a rom-com titled 42.6 and directed by Craig Gills Pyle who did Cruella and uh, Aton, yeah. And this movie follows a man who tries to find this, find his ex-girlfriend after waking up 42.6 years later. Physically unchanged from an experimental procedure that rendered him chiro chirogenically frozen okay <laughs> but never is dead yet so the Mandalorian will make its cable and broadcast to TV to TV premiere on ABC freeform and FX on February 24th according to the direct. Then Justin Rowland stopped showing up to the writer's room during Rick and Morty season 3. Rowland's colleagues would only find out he was in the office when they heard his dogs or his remote-controlled toy car zooming around the office. Um... The, according to the Hollywood Reporter, that's what the his colleagues were saying. You know my. You know my um. Oh, they also you know my opinion on that, and they also said that he has not um hasn't had a meaningful creative pro presence recently on any of his shows, including Rick and Morty. Many of his now former colleagues say they haven't heard from him in years, The holidays, according to The Hollywood Reporter, which is a complete bullshit because he had, did like Solar Opposites, then he did uh, Rick and Morty, and he would also like do some behind, shoot some behind the scenes, content on youtube and put upload that on youtube so i don't know they i think they are just trying to put him like to put some dirt onto his name so la la land by damon chazelle is being adapted as a broadway musical according to violety is cool So George Clooney will be directing a Showtime political thriller series titled The Department, but no real estate yet, but according to <clears throat> Viarity.
Okay, that's it for that segment. Now I want to talk about a... <coughs> Excuse me. A uh, movie which I watched this week and it's titled Empire of Light. So, so this movie stars Olivia Coleman and Toby Jones and uh, it was directed by Sam Mendes. He did uh, 1917. The really cool, really good war movie, World War Two movie. And it was released on, well, this Empire of Light was released on December 9th, 2022. And this movie is by Searchlight. And it was rated R for sexual content, language, violence, profanity, and frightening imagery. And it's a drama and a romance. And it debuted at the TIFF, like Toronto International Film Festival, and London Film Fest, International Film Festival, Newport Beach International Film Festival, Festival, just to name a few, because it, it, it debuted at so many other film festivals and received very high awards and many awards and uh, prestige awards and also um it was also nominated for a golden globe no not golden globe what was it damn i forgot but he was uh, it was a uh, nominated was it the golden globe Oh yeah, it was it was actually it was nominated for a few Golden Globes. So the premise is a drama about a about the power of human connection during turbulent times, set in an English coastal town in the early nineteen eighties. So. So. Olivia Coleman plays a owner of a th- theater in like in a, in a she works in a vintage theater vintage theater movie theater and she has anger issues <laughs> So she does like sexual favors for her boss. Well, she doesn't really own, she just works there. Excuse me. For her boss. And. And it's like kind of like lonely because she eats alone at, at dinners at home. And then when a black man, which is. Which 
name is named uh, Stephen is hired hired at the Empire, which is the vintage cinema. And then she takes her uh, Stephen under the wing, and they fall in love. And um, and they find the hurt bird. Stephen impresses Hillary with his kindness in helping the bird to fly again, which is kind of cute and wholesome. And then they open the heart, they fall in love, and and this movie was very like tender, inspiring, and um, compassionate. Um, and f- honestly, from start to finish. It was an experience of a movie, rather than a movie, and because it was like shot in, well, set and shot in a beautiful village, vintage cinema and the village, um, the movie really explored the complexities of like the lives of those who work at the movie theater and, um, And Olivia Coleman, re- like she, I'm speechless. Like her performance was so good, along with Toby Jones' performance, but he was very uh, outstanding as well. And like they both were well performed. Well, they were like. performing really well uh, individually but once they like were on the screen equal um together they equally were as powerful as they were like performing individually which is really really good and and i have to say like at its core is this movie is a fascinating um Yet kind of brutal tale about the fragility, 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 yeah, fragility of human emotions, and it also leaves you with like questions. Like, I ha- my questions were like, what is the breaking point of a character, or like, what is their um moment of redemption? Or another question I was left, and also I like found what so many other reviewers and audience members was that what are their like darkest places and their point of no return of those characters, which Olivia and Toby and everything involved were like portraying and. And all of this like very like beautifully underscored by a almost goosebumps um revoking uh, evoking uh, score and Olivia Coleman's portrayal really really left me like it really 
breathless and it take, took my breath away and I would highly recommend for you to watch this movie. And um, I can not say much for more because it would be a spoiler so I'm keeping my mouth shut but yeah like I even now that I'm like recapping it I have goosebumps and also prepare tissues because you will be crying in the fifth episode of um mafia witches we after the fire we kind of like woke up with Rowan and Sapphire in this like very like dream-esque um sequence kind of um so like she was checking on Safer's wound and um, but we like had this really eerie feeling as the audience because it was very like weird like it was weird because like everything was kind of like as if nothing happened but we slowly found out that Lasher had cast a spell on Rowan. On Rowan and him, uh, and like on Sapphire. And their like Deidre's home was kind of like um, a prison which they couldn't go like they couldn't leave and so they were like trapped in that and but before that we kind of saw a flashback to her ancestors And so, Ryan, like, tried to kind of, like, find a way out of that, of that, like, cast, which was spelled by, um, Lasher.
So we then uh quickly like went to the into the reality and saw that um Saphir had escaped the fire and he was like kind of he seeked shelter at a friend of his who was pregnant but Rowan was still like ca- under his cast under Lasher's um spell not cast spell in this house in her mom's house She kind of then saw her old, like, I think, grandma. And, like, she was, like, coming and going, kind of like a ghost thingy. And she was, like, the only thing that, you know, you can break the spell is to um, make Lasher, you know, make Lasher, like, kind of, like, believe that you also, like, want him and stuff. So she had this plan. Um, of a kind of like rom- romantic dinner with Lasher. And then uh, and then like Lasher wanted to kill Saphir and then he she's like no like take me and le- let him go And then she went to, like, she summoned kind of her, her ancestors again. And she was like, the only thing is when you, like, die and then Lasher, like, leaves a person. And there's the same thing also sa- uh, said, like, uh, her aunt, which is, which, 
whom name I like forgot. What was the name? And I remember the name. And then she said, like, you know, the only thing you have to do is, like, die. And because that was, that, that's what happened to her, like, um, mom as well. And she, like, threw herself out of the balcony. And so she was, and so she didn't, but she kind of, like, killed her aunt because she wanted her, like, to do, like, throw herself out of the balcony and then she's like oh no like i killed another person and then the episode ended and we'll see how this episode will continue also like so she like woke up from this like trance sequence and um she like could leave the house and when when she did uh, the camera was like pointed upside down which was really cool and Sophia was like looking for Rowan and then the episode ended overall I have to say I really like enjoyed the horror elements of this episode um and i was very intrigued to see like how this all will unfold and i'm very excited for the sixth episode tonight um and i cannot wait to watch it tonight i also have to say like I really enjoy watching this one, but I have to say, I prefer um, interview with the vampire over this, because even though it's like cool, like even though it's like oh I, I, witches and stuff, like um, we have a female lead, but still I prefer interview with the um, vampire because in my opinion, like the Mayfairs. When they kind of like doom the men in their families, so I don't know. I have like mixed feelings, but I still enjoyed this series. Um, regardless of its of them dooming their male family members. <coughs> so this was a two part episode, like uh, seven and eight. And in episode 7, we hardly ever saw the clones, like the bed badges, but, the bed badge, not the bed badges, but um, there was this, like, uh, conspiracy about the clones being replaced, and the clones were like, something is going on, 
And then we saw some guest appearances from the Palpatine and this Commander Lex, I think it's name. Um. Okay, so then um, they're like at this bar, and then this former stormtrooper called Slip, he kind of like um, he wants to. He he feels very sorry what happened at. Incoming, so he, you know, wants to take revenge because he's like, oh, I just did what I was told. Um, so we like then go to the Senate and then we see um, Admiral and Palpatine and um, what's the blue one's name? Chichi. And they are like arguing back and forth. The and then, Chichi, and, um, Chichi and the slip guy like they want to work together because of the conspiracy. What they're like, you know, planning. What the empire is planning. And after that, um, Chichi and Slip, they she goes onto into the underworld and is then greeted by, uh, what's his name? R two R C two C four, I think like that. It looks it looks like R R two D two, um, and but then the the admiral is like kind of wanting to you know kill uh slip so and the senator so he tells tells his uh he tells his assassin to do that also um slip also want to save rex so, but he like he gets like taken out by this assassin by at uh, the admiral, and then Rex comes to save them at the end of the day, and then the assassin is revealed to be a clone. I'm like doing this very short like recordings, but that's because I want to um think about what happened so. It was a very interesting episode. Anyways, let's continue. So after the assassin is being revealed, like, uh, as a former clone, well, as a, not former, but he's a clone, and he takes this pill and he ends his life in front of Chi-Chi's eyes, and, yeah, Chi-Chi is, like, shocked. And it, it like, happened so fast that Chi-Chi is, like, shocked because she wanted him to, like, talk, and um, now she can't do that. And then the episode 7 ends and episode 8 begins. And in that we see Omega trying to meditate like a Jedi. So then Rex sends out help but the hologram thingy and ends up in the heart of the Empire. So then they have to, the batch have to, the batch have to leave. And they are like flying over a uh, Coruscant, I think it's name, it's name, the planet's name, and we see the city, which is 
like the planet which is very beautiful through uh, Omega's eyes so after then uh, they like that shot ends and the Chichi and um, the badge are like uh, meeting with one another and they uh, discover that all the numbers identity numbers of the assassin have been removed uh, then because they only have an evidence on what's the names I think it's the Wetter Wetner of man I forgot the name but so because of that they go to the senator um, and Chi Chi gives a tour to Omega and we see the center through her eyes through Omega's eyes and then uh, Organa is uh, rec recommends that Tony Holly I think um, the senator of Kamingo 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 something like that uh, to talk like to speak with the senator with the senator um and okay it was tony betoni i think toby betoni something like that and we also learned that orga organa was uh kind of like um outcasted um after what happened in I think season seven of the Clone Wars. So yeah, then uh, Chichi, Omega, and Organa have this uh, conversation where Organa is like uh, revealing that she has to testify against the others, like the Empire, and. And yeah, and we meanwhile, meanwhile, the batch are like uh, in, uh, also like in there, but they're uh, looking for a ship and to escape, and so they do, and while they're like <laughs> escaping, um, Omega and Chichi are uh, at the trial for. Potol what's his name? Potolon Potolon? The Admiral thumb. And Omega rushes to the to the trial because she like has the evidence and she kinda like testifies against him. So then uh Rampod is being arrested by shock troop shock troopers. Uh because Palpatrine played both sides and then um yeah while he's like being uh, arrested he in the senate he's saying i oh, just like follow the pro follow the rules and why followed the protocol or something like that and what they always say and then um where was i oh yeah and then the then what's his name like Omega, uh, yeah, Omega is um back with this uh android. What's his name? 
with this gold android son <laughs> and he the android is like saying i have to go and omega is like no like please don't but then he's saying i'll be back and then omega is hugging her uh tuka doll and then the episode ends phew that was a long breakdown but i still love both episodes i think my f- like favorite part were when uh this like showdown with the sh- stormtroopers happened in episode eight like the second half of the eighth episode also this both episodes were like longer than usual which is nice and yeah i i i'm so excited for the next episode which will also like we'll also get two episodes next week um on yeah like on february 16th and february 23rd anyways with that being said this kind of marks the end of today's episode thank you so much for the feedback and the support and um i'm very grateful for you guys and i will well i will be saying like wait a few more weeks until our first collaboration with maya will happen um i can't say when but i'll say like within the i don't know like remaining of february um and beginning of march if everything goes well anyways with that being said um i'm very excited because today was today the ant-man and the wasp quantumania um theater release for europe happened today and i will be looking if i if i can find the one tickets if not, I will watch it next week. Anyways, I will also. Um, I'm also very excited for the next episode of Poker Face today, Wolfpack, and Mayfair, which is. Um, oh, also the Harley Quinn ep- special episode. And. I'm also very very excited for the next episode of The Last of Us. Um Yeah, like I'm very it's it's an exciting week. Um and I also watched Detective Conan today, the special. It wasn't a special, it was a twelve episode season one detective conan spin-off and i have to say i like it i liked it it was so much fun and so like funny and very relatable um our protagonist was a black guy his name was hazama hazama and he moved from a suburb of tokyo to tokyo and he was going through like adventures, but we found out that he was a bad guy, and we saw like Conan here and there. And I'm very excited for the second season, which was kind of like hinted. And also, um, we got a new trailer for 
Scream 6. And also, we got an announcement that the second season of Wednesday will be happening. And also, today, also, the fourth season, part one of Netflix's You was released. Um, part two will be released on March 9th. Um, also, Mandalorian will be released on March 1st, and I'm very excited about that. Um, tomorrow I'll be watching Shrinking, and yeah, and um, what was it? Oh yeah, Ducks Life Call State on Apple TV. Yeah, mm. yeah, Shrinking I'll be watching on Apple TV Plus, but the other one is on Disney Plus, and it's about Another um, spin-off of Up, and I'm very excited for that, and yeah, I don't know, I, I feel like I've been all over the place during this uh, episode, um, I'm still trying to like, I'm trying to not think about my family members in Turkey, because it those earthquakes were very, very destructive. Um, and I have to like try to move on, but it's so hard because I have this fear like I will wake up and my family, like m- most of them, won't be alive um because it like after earthquakes keep happening and uh, it's a very difficult time and i will link um a a donation site where you can donate um yeah it's it's very different difficult and um I like I think the most like most sad or heartbreaking part about that for me at least is the fact that I can't do anything else besides praying and making donations um thanks to the inflation I can fly over and visit my grandparents. Um, thank God my grandparents are here, but the other family members. Um, but we keep like staying in touch um, on the phone. And thank God it's day four now. Um, this earthquake happened at 4.07 a.m. Um, on Monday and I feel like a heavy heavy dark cloud is um, over me and I can't really continue like move on and live like uh, try to you know not think about it it's it feels like a very very um, 
difficult and deep depression episode. Um, but I like I have to, you know, try. I know it's very difficult, and especially like if you can't relate, relate and have don't have really family members there. But if you have family members in Turkey and this happens, is happening and you can't do anything else it's very help it's in helpless situation and um it's so it's so destructive for you and really wears you down psychologically and uh, i don't know i keep like trying to stay positive but it's very hard it's very difficult and heartbreaking anyways um before i like start sobbing again <laughs> um i will end this episode here and i will talk to you on sunday um yeah have a great day and i don't like set a prayer for the victims of this very very destructive and heavy um earthquake um and after earthquakes yeah bye